are the keys to understanding where we are on God's prophetic timetable hiding in plain sight right there among the people of Israel today. Our special guest brings us a surprising answer on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Well, biblical prophecies concerning the last days may actually be taking place in Israel and around the world today as I speak. Today's guest has worked alongside key figures in the Middle East and has actually witnessed what he believes is prophecy being fulfilled right now, today, in Israel. Here to share some prophetic signs that he says are happening in surprising ways is author and prophecy expert, Ray Bentley. Pastor Ray, welcome. Hey, thank you for agreeing to be in the program today. We are talking about a, a topic that many Christians don't yet realize is really at the center of it all, and they're going to. I'm not talking about the center of our faith, but the center of end time prophecy, and mm. that, of course, is Israel, not yes. the United States. Yes. That's a real shock to some, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You know, we're so ethnocentric, but Israel is really the center of the end time scenario. Yes. It began with Israel, it's going to end with Israel. How did all this come to light for you? How did the love for Israel and the commitment that you have to understand and to teach God's people about Israel in the last days start? Well, it's been, uh, I, I got saved in the Jesus people times, you know, I, I actually got saved when I was 11. Uh, through Billy Graham. It was, it was through a wow. film that he had put out. And my mom, the only Christian, said, oh, there's a Billy Graham film. And we're like, who's Billy Graham? And she said, oh, he tells about God. And we're like, ah, we don't want to see that. And, and so we go to this movie, and as it turns out, it's a family with troubles. And, you know, in 1967, here's Billy Graham on this gigantic screen, young, They all go to tall, the Billy Graham crusade. And they all end up at a crusade. And I didn't know who they he was. end up at a Billy Graham crusade. And there he's preaching. He's got wavy blonde hair, blue piercing eyes. My heart's pounding because I've been beating up my brothers, <laughs> fighting with them and angry and, you know, kind of going into adolescence. I felt guilty. And so he said, if you'd like to ask Jesus, you can be forgiven. You can... So, um... I, they waited, and so I thought, wow, I really want to go forward, but I can't move. I was so scared. I said my first prayer. I said, God, if you'll help me stand up, I'll walk forward. And all of a sudden, I, I stood up, and I walked down to the front. As it turned out, I was the only person who did. You're kidding me. I'm the only one, you know. So I'm sitting there going, oh, why did I do this? I'm by myself. <laughs> this little old lady was hugging me. Oh, I'm so glad you, you know. And my mom, who was saved, she goes, oh, I'm so glad, you know. My dad was quiet. He, he wasn't happy. My brothers weren't happy. You made us look bad. So your whole family goes to the movie. You're the only one I'm that the goes only one down that walks front. Forward. And they're all sneering at you. And they're sneering at me. And my mom, so we don't go to church for a year. So my mom gets me what was the beginning of what would be the living Bible, like a book at a time, you know. And it was kind of modern English. And so for me, I could understand it. And she said, pray that your dad will want to go to church. And so that was me and my mom got together and prayed Lord, please help Dad want to go to church. I wanted to learn and grow. And about a year later, he goes, you know, I think that we should go to church again. So we went to church. Uh, it was this little Nazarene church. They had an evangelist come in. It was Revival Week. 
I watched my brothers walk forward. The whole family was saved within a year. Now it was your turn to watch, huh? Now it was my turn to watch. Now, but then, Jonathan, so the year's 1967. So to me, we start going to church again. I've, I'm in, you know, going into junior high, and I've got this little group of friends. Most people are not Christians at my school. And to me, I thought, well, being a Christian is, we know that we're going to heaven when we die, and I've got this group of social friends. We hang out. And, and then one day, my dad got the paper, the local San Diego Union Tribune, and on the front page of the San Diego Union, in big, giant, I mean, it had never been like this before, bold, black letters, says Israel and, and the Six-Day War was going on. So I'm going, wait a minute. I thought this was like a little club for people, you know, that are over here. What's this doing on the front page of the newspaper? This is from the Bible thousands of years ago. And that's when I started hearing then. Did the, you know already there was some connection I, when you I saw it I didn't in the paper? until I saw the older people getting really excited saying, hey, you know, they started flipping through the Bible. I, this, is, this, is, this could be prophetic. And I started listening to the radio and there were guys that started teaching and sharing about that. And I got excited because I thought, look, it's one thing to know I'm a Christian. When I die, I'm going to go to heaven and be a nice guy, be a good Christian. But if the, for the first time I heard Jesus might be coming back in my lifetime, I was like, I can't just be a normal Christian. Well, when you said you, were, you accepted the Lord in 1967, that yeah. immediately caught my attention because of the Six-Day War yeah. and the prophecy yeah. that Jesus himself gave us that Jerusalem would be trodden down by the Gentiles yes. until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And so I see when I look at the Jesus movement, a connection Absolutely. between revival <clears throat> yeah. and the restoration of Jerusalem. Yes. The, the, the physical, the spiritual. Exactly. There was, you know, that, that war, which is so bizarre because like even at our, I think like at West Point and other places, they don't even... I've heard from people, they don't even study the Six-Day War. They go, because there's nothing to learn. It was too miraculous and too short, you know. Um, and there were many that were saying, this is like in the Bible when, you know, Jericho, and they marched around for six days, and then the seventh day, the walls fell down. Uh, it took years to appreciate what had happened in those six days. But I realized God was leaping from the pages of ancient scripture onto the front page, not only of the San Diego Union, but every leading newspaper around the world. And everybody was talking about it. Yeah, it, it was an incredible, incredible victory and a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Yes. Don't go anywhere. I've got lots more to talk about with Pastor Ray Bentley. And up next, an important update that you need to see. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Zimbabwe, the Lemba, who are likely descendants of the priestly tribe of Levi and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? 
Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll send you a very special set of gifts as an expression of our thanks. Share a gift of support for any amount for these outreaches today, and we'll say thank you by sending you a copy of The Holy Land Key by today's guest, Ray Bentley. This book is sure to open your eyes to little-known aspects of prophecy, including clues revealed in the seven feasts of the Lord, prophetic patterns in the lunar cycle, and glimpses of God's future kingdom revealed in the stories of well-known figures from Scripture. You'll also receive this informative two-CD set by Rabbi Jonathan Burness called Role of Israel in Last Days Prophecy. This in-depth teaching series answers questions such as, are we in the last days? And what one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? These resources are yours for a gift of any size today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, we'll also send you our new and exclusive Jewish Voice Afghan Throw, in addition to the resources just mentioned. It will serve as a beautiful and practical reminder that you were blessed because you've been a blessing to the Jewish people. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll also receive our illuminating and inspiring magazine, Jewish Voice, today. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, Please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Please act now. Are the keys to understanding where we are on God's prophetic timetable hiding in plain sight? right there among the people of Israel today. Our special guest brings us a surprising answer on Jewish Voice. In, in your book, The Holy Land Key, Unlocking End Times Prophecy Through the Lives of God's People in Israel, I remember as a new believer reading some books by Chuck Smith, mm, and I was yeah. following my parents, my unbelieving parents around, telling them, get ready, the <laughs> yeah. rapture's yeah, coming. Yeah. It's it yeah. could be tomorrow. Now, the Lord's tarried. Yeah. That was 34 years ago. But you were raised with a very solid understanding of Bible prophecy. Yes. But you've taken another step. Yes. Something else happened. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah. We, you know, growing up with, you know, Chuck Smith, who uh, just about a little over a year ago himself went to be with the Lord. But he, he taught from Genesis to Revelation. A lot of the churches that I had gone to, they would teach mostly out of the New Testament. So he taught out of the Old Testament and he said, look, God said that Israel will come back and it's happened and we need to be looking up. So um, I've always loved prophecy. Then God called me to be a pastor. I started teaching about uh, Israel and the significance of it. But I met a man named Robert Mawiri. Um, you know, when I finally met him, uh, you know, I'd heard that he was a, I don't want to use prophet with a, you know, capital P, but yeah, let's just say he had a real strong prophetic gift with a small p, you know, in the fulfillment of the gifts of God. And so I meet him and he tells me this story and he's got this huge smile and great laugh. And he goes, Ray, he goes, I pastor a church of less than 100 people in Dallas-Fort Worth. And he goes, one day God spoke to me and he said, Robert, I have a word for you to deliver 
to the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. That would get my attention. And, you know, so God gives him the word and he goes, but okay, God, but, you know, is this really you or is this the pizza I had last night? Is it, what's going on, you know? <laughs> and he had to test it and finally said, look, a man will come and put his hand on your shoulder and he will tell you, tell you the hour has come for you to deliver the word of the Lord uh, to Benjamin Netanyahu. So we go, he waits on it, you know, and, and um, he was with a group of businessmen and he went up to pray because God used him for healing a lot. He laid his hand on this man's uh, shoulder and, and the man stopped and he, and he looked up to him and he put his hand on his shoulder and he says, you have been wondering about, uh, God has called you to deliver a word to the Prime Minister of Israel and it's going to come to you at the Grand Kapinski Hotel. And he's like, what? <laughs> he goes, oh no. And so everybody got excited. They rented the Grand Kapinski Hotel a room and, and uh, he says, no, you, it, probably, it doesn't work like that. You can't arrange things for God, you know. <laughs> so he went there and um, they had, you know, he said there were people there all excited and he goes, I shared and ministered and prayed for people and God touched some people and everybody was kind of leaving. And he said, well, I guess nothing happened. And a man came from behind him put his hand on his shoulder and said, you are the man to deliver the word of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to the Prime Minister this of is Israel, the third Benjamin Netanyahu. person, right? Yeah. So he, he, so he is brought through this man. I'll tell you who it was that brought him but in, in a few moments. But Robert is standing before Benjamin Netanyahu. And so, the, you know, Prime Minister goes, so I hear you have a word uh, from me, from our God. And he goes, yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but... He goes, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is wanting to tell you that if you trade land for peace, and if you go back on your word, what you have promised, he will personally remove you from office. Benjamin Netanyahu looked at him and he says, Robert, he goes, do you know what our book says about prophets whose words don't come to pass, what we do to them, you know, throwing the rocks and, well, shortly thereafter, I'll, I'll make it short. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu had made some promises. He comes to America, called by our president, Bill Clinton, takes him to Camp David, puts his arm around his shoulder and promises him this and this and this and this and this, but you have to give up this. And, um, and so Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu went back to Israel. He went back on some promises he had made about some very sensitive biblical areas and he was out of the office. So fast forward, Robert is in Israel again. There's, he sees former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu who elbows his wife and goes, there's the guy that told me what would happen. So he remembered. He remembered. There was a mayor of the city of Ariel. The city of Ariel is the largest of what's called the settlements in the controversial West Bank, Ron Nachman. And Ron Nachman is the one who took Robert and said, you are for real. I don't know why my, our God is speaking to you, Robert, but you got to talk to our prime minister. And Ron Nachman is not a believer. No, he in was, Yeshua. yeah, he's, he, in fact, he's not even a religious Jew. He was a, no. but, but he believed in God and he believed that what Robert had to share was real. So I sent two of my pastors, you know, Ron had actually, Ron Nachman, this mayor had flown to San Diego to meet me. He goes, we need to make relationship between Christians and Jews. We need each other. So I was like, okay, great, you know. So I sent, even before I went to Ariel myself, I sent two of our pastors there to kind of, you know, see, kick the tires. And is this real? Does this guy really want a relationship with Christians? So they call me one morning and they go, Ray. And I go, yeah. I go, are you in Ariel? And they go, yeah, we're here. Did you meet the mayor? Yes. 
but you'll never guess who else is here and who we're having lunch with right now. I said, who? They said, we're having you know, lunch with the prime minister, the foreign prime minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu and Ron Nachman. I go, wow, that's, that's kind of cool that you're there. They go, no, that's not the exciting part. They said, prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu wants to speak at a Calvary Chapel. And he would like to speak at a Calvary Chapel in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale. So we get there and it's crazy. There's helicopters, there's Mossad, there's, you know, there's all these Jewish people, you know, and, and the church has this big lighted cross and yarmulke is there. And they're going, why are we here? What's our prime minister doing here? So, and they have tape, you know, don't cross this zone or you'll get zapped by somebody. And, and uh, we're in the little green room praying, you know, like you have for before we come out. And uh, the pastor's not paying attention and he's bouncing around all excited and there's, Mossad agents or whatever and so Robert goes come on come here come over here so I get up close to Robert and he leans into Netanyahu by himself in the corner is getting ready to go out and he goes Prime Minister I have a second word for you from the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob in the future God has said that he is calling you a second time to be the Prime Minister of Israel but you are to learn from what happened the first time and you are not to trade land you know for peace be strong, gave him Joshua 1, verses 6 through 8, and he says, even if the whole world is against you, know that I have put you where you are. And so we waited for like seven years, and then all of a sudden, there he is, and here he is now. So I don't know what's going to happen. There's an election was, coming. Was but, that, I would take it then, that was better received. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he, didn't, gonna, he, didn't, make it he didn't joke. He didn't say anything. And sure enough, he became and is now currently the Prime Minister of Israel, and he said, and God has called you for a very special time for the restoration of the Tabernacle of David. Wow. That's so, an amazing story. That's an ama and amazing, and it happened, and here he is, so we'll wait and see that what... Is, uh, you have broken a lot of, a lot of <laughs> boundaries here, and I think you're on a great path. Thank you for a great thank book you. that you've written. Uh, really appreciate it. The, the, the book is The Holy Land Key, Unlocking end-time prophecy through the lives of God's people in Israel. We just scratched the surface. I really encourage you to get the book and to understand what's happening and what's ahead. We'll be right back. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Zimbabwe, the Lemba, who are likely descendants of the priestly tribe of Levi and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll send you a very special set of gifts as an expression of our thanks. Share a gift of support for any amount for these outreaches today, and we'll say thank you by sending you a copy of the Holy Land Key by today's guest, Ray Bentley. 
This book is sure to open your eyes to little-known aspects of prophecy, including clues revealed in the seven feasts of the Lord, prophetic patterns in the lunar cycle, and glimpses of God's future kingdom revealed in the stories of well-known figures from Scripture. You'll also receive this informative two-CD set by Rabbi Jonathan Burness called Role of Israel in Last Days Prophecy. This in-depth teaching series answers questions such as, are we in the last days? And what one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? These resources are yours for a gift of any size today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, we'll also send you our new and exclusive Jewish Voice Afghan Throw, in addition to the resources just mentioned. It will serve as a beautiful and practical reminder that you are blessed because you've been a blessing to the Jewish people. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll also receive our illuminating and inspiring magazine, Jewish Voice Today. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Please act now. I want to show you a tribe now in Zimbabwe that has actually retained Old Testament traditions and rituals for over 2,500 years. They're called the Lemba. We recently held a wonderful outreach to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, literally in the bush of Africa. And it was people like you that helped us to make a difference in their lives. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers. And together, they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were, they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies, that, that there was this 18-month-old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And, and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby sat up immediately. I mean, <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. 
You know, you can see the video, but it's so different when you're actually there experiencing these people. This is God's time to help these people, and he wants to use you. So I want you to pray about joining us on one of our outreaches. It's a one-week commitment, and it will change your life, and God will use you to change the life of many, many people in need. We would love to have you join us on one of our next medical outreaches. For more information or to volunteer, you can call 1-800-299-9374. 800-299-9374. You can go to uh, www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. Again, that's please answer the call, one word, dot org, or call us at 800-299-9374. The Spirit moving mightily. Miracles. Fulfilled prophecy. Marveling as Jesus calls his people back to himself in preparation for his return. Serving as his hands and feet in far-flung places around the globe. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. This is what outreach is about with Jewish Voice. You can be a part of it. Now is the time. Answer the call. To find out how, call 1-800-299-YESHUA or go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We demonstrate God's love by providing medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, all free of charge. But most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's through your faithful support that we have the ability to make a difference in their lives. Right now, we need your help. I'm going to ask you to be a part of saving lives, of transforming lives, and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today. Will you do that? If your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some what I think are very helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call, you can click, or right now to request them. And remember, your gift of support today will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. So anything that you can do is going to make a difference in their lives. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just like us. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, and I do this in every program, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. And Israel needs your friendship and prayers today more than ever before. Until next week, 
This is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.